0: what is up ladies and gentle nerds it's your boy graham also known as ham 42 on the internet and today uh we are back to our normal routine of looking at a random magic card and i have to waps waps wow i do r- wax that's the word i'm looking for wax rhapsodic or i don't know <laughs> or philosophical or whatever you want to say um I'm going to talk about it for 10 minutes, and clearly this is already going its already going great. This is going to be a wonderful return to form. we're going to say it's Easter. I have way too many jelly beans and too much chocolate in my system, so this is going to get weird. Let's get into it. So we are going to go ahead and click the random card button, and today we are looking at Duskdale Worm. All right, it is a 7-7 worm for 7, 5 green green with trample. And it's creature type worm W-U-R-M. And yeah, seven, 7 for 7 with Trample. It's very straightforward, very simple. It's an Uncommon from M11. So it clearly has the makings of a really solid um, draft selection. You know, so nothing wrong with that. It's just, it's a nice big creature. It's right on curve. I mean, there's not too much to be said for it. Um, I gotta say, I, I do appreciate that in every single draft set, there seems to be at least one just really big, big green creature and that's something that I've been doing a lot of drafting with Theros Beyond Death and I found that it's not uncommon to be looking at the you know looking at a pack when you're down you know when you're like four or five picks into a pack and uh, there really aren't any good options for what you're building but you have like you have some green cards so you might go that direction um and you see Nix bloom or the, the nyx born colossus just the, he's just a big old like six seven for six or whatever and it's just like man eh, you know it doesn't hurt like you, you know i don't know that guy might come in handy sure i'll take him and it looks like duskdale worm if you're in M, uh, m11 which was when this particular version was printed i wouldn't be surprised if you had a very similar reaction L- looking at a pack like four or five picks in if it's available like, Eh, it's probably not going to hurt anything. Actually, this, the, in that situation, it's probably a little bit better than Nix Bloom Colossus. Or not Nix Bloom. Sorry, Nix Bloom is the Nix Bloom Ancient is what I'm thinking of there. That thing's an absolute. That, that thing's bananas. No, what I'm thinking of is the Nix Bloom Colossus. So it's the giant. That's fine. You know, it's it's that giant. that's perfectly fine. Well, Dusty worm, Warm. The fact that it has Trample kind of elevates it above that a little bit. So. Actually, probably a lot, and also looking at it, M11, I know that by today's standards, in Limited, this would still be a rock-solid selection. Like, there's still nothing wrong with it. It's not a bomb, per se, but it can definitely win you the game if you get to 7 mana. So, it's a perfectly fine option. Now... If my opponent has a Dream Trawler now, like if I, if I had to pick between this and Dream Trawler, I'm, you better believe I'm picking Dream Trawler. Um, same is true with QR Best of Sea God. When you have those kinds of options at 7-drop, all of a sudden the dust Worm worm isn't looking quite as, you know, not quite as hot. Um, but it is going to be available later on, more than likely. So it's a really good value selection. So yeah, that's what I see here. I see a really solid limited guard. Um, also, if you're in a constructed environment where you're building um, building out a a deck specifically around having big fat creatures on the board and you just need a lot of them. Um, If there's a situation where um, you're running cards like Genesis Wave where you're going to be cheating cards off the top. Having something like like, there are a lot of options um, for cards that you could go for. But if you're on a budget all of a sudden you know if you're looking at it and it's like okay yeah I would much rather have um I mean, there's so many just really huge, amazing green creatures that you'd probably prefer over this. But at the same time, like, well, if you're on a budget, this thing's probably about, I don't know, I'm guessing maybe a quarter. You know, you could probably get your hands on these really cheaply, very easily. If you had a friend who... um was in, you know, who played during M11. They probably have some. It also was reprinted in um, M13, and it was even printed as a common in Iconic Masters. So there are versions of this card that are available on the cheap, easy to find. Let's see, it looks like it was originally printed in Even Tide. Um, wow, so this card is older than I would have guessed. So that's pretty cool. Let's go back to the M11 version that we were looking at. So, yeah, so all in all, it's pretty solid. Uh, I also love the fact that because it was printed in a core set, Trample has reminder text and I just I find that fascinating because I in my head trample is trample it just is what it is but at the same time it's such a weird mechanic when you really break it down like that's an example of a situation in magic rules where it is so intuitive That you don't really think about it too often, and then it's not until you add some other weird layer on top of it that all of a sudden things start getting kind of funky. Like, it's not until you start, um, you know, gang blocking, actually, even gang blocking, it still makes sense, but it's not until you add death touch or um, menace or like those types of things that stuff really starts getting weird with trample, and you really realize how complex it is. But it's such an intuitive idea, it's just this creature is really, really big, if you put a creature in front of it. It going to just plow right over and continue going like that's it and it's like well the creature that creature can slow it down so okay if i have seven trample damage coming at you and you put a three toughness blocker in front of it three of the damage is going to get absorbed by the creature and the rest of the four additional damage is going straight to your face because that wasn't enough to stop this creature and it just trampled right over it makes perfect sense it's just such a simple clean idea um that it, it just works. Now, let's see how how, the, how it's worded in this particular reminder text. Now, in this case, this, this card is almost like this particular text that we're about to read is exactly as it was printed on this card with M11. So at this point, it's about 10 years old. If this creature would assign enough damage to its blockers to destroy them, you may have it assign the rest of its damage to defending player or planeswalker. Actually, you know what? I find that really interesting because there there's a detail in that that I never appreciated. Trample is a may ability. You may have it assign the rest of its damage to the defending player or planeswalker. There's almost no situation in which you wouldn't, because at the end of the day, you want them to lose the game. And one, of, and if you're attacking with big creatures, clearly what you're trying to do is lower their life total. So the idea that you would just opt not to deal them the damage is kind of weird. Because if you didn't want them to deal be dealt the damage, why would you have attacked? Um, but there are crazy weird interactions in Magic. And every single interaction could matter. Like, So who knows? Maybe there is a situation where they'll get some kind of benefit if you hit them. And so you may want to be able to, you know, and, and maybe it came out at instant speed and so you weren't aware of it. Um, and you had, you know, a certain dam- damage that was going to trample over. You could just say, you know what? No, I'm going to focus all the damage on this creature. I'm, gonna, I'm going to assign all of the damage to the blocking creature instead, that's really cool. I like that that's there. And that's actually an element of trample that I didn't know. I had no idea that was optional. That's the other thing. When you're looking at an ability, some of them say that you may perform the action. Others, it just says you do it. And that's it. And if it's a situation where you just do the action, there is no, um, you have no choice. It happens. You know. So if you have an effect that says target player, or like if, if it just says you draw a card, you have to draw a card when that condition is met. You just have to. There's no option, you know. So things like um, Phyrexian Arena, where it says you draw a card and lose one life, you can't choose to not do that. It triggers. It happens, and that's why people do sometimes die to the Phyrexian Arenas because they do take that one damage. Now tough break. You know, <laughs> you you have to draw the card. You have to lose the life. It's just how it goes. Um, you know, it's not a may. You don't you don't have any choice. You just have to do it. Um, meanwhile, so. With Trample, you, when you swing in, I always assumed that the damage, you assign lethal damage to the blockers, and if there's any additional damage that the creature could deal, it it moves on to the player. And it assigns them before it deals them, and then just boom, 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 it's all done. Like, I just assumed that. I didn't realize that you had a choice. So that's really interesting. Um... Yeah, and actually looking at it, it looks like the oracle text for Trample has been updated since this reminder text. Um, and let's take a look at that. So, Trample, this creature can deal excess combat damage to the player or planeswalker it's attacking. Yeah, again, can deal. Doesn't have to. It, and see, if it just. And so that's a really important distinction. So, this creature can deal excess combat damage to the player or planeswalker it's attacking. Now, if it was not optional, it would simply say this creature deals excess combat damage to the player or planeswalker it's attacking it would be stated as a fact so every single time you attack and this creature is blocked it would go it would go through but it doesn't it is optional that's really fascinating i find that interesting the other thing about that is when you're playing in paper um if you forget to perform a certain action because of a certain board state that happens i mean that that stuff happens we've all been there we're all human sometimes we miss triggers if you go back if the card says that you may perform that certain action tough luck you you know you forgot to trigger it you forgot to take advantage of it now that is what it is sorry dude got to move on now if that card does not say may if it's not a may um all the tables that i've been a part of and what the rule as i understand it is generally that if that card does not have may If it's, if it's a requirement that you do that, you have to then, you know, you have to kind of dial it back as best you can and do it, you know, and meet that condition. And so in situations where it's a negative effect, like if you have to discard your hand at the end of your turn, like with Song of Creation, that new, um, the new one from that that's out there that I cannot wait to get my hands on, if I'm honest, um, Like, those kinds of things, Uh, it really sucks, because then you realize, like, oh, man, you know what, you're right, I forgot to do that on my turn, I guess I'm just gonna discard my hand, All right. well, that sucked, but, you know, at the same time, I'm not supposed to have it, so, okay, cool, you know, and as long as you didn't cast anything, or as long as nobody interacted with your hand, like, okay, you're like, fine, no harm, no foul, and usually that's one of those situations where in a casual game... It's fine. Nobody really cares. You just kind of go on with your day and just do what you do. Um, in situations where, like, in a more competitive environment, there may be some judge calls and, like, some other things might might come up there. Um, and I got to admit, I don't know the rules well enough on, on the competitive scene because that has never been my scene. Um, but, yeah, may versus forced is a critical distinction when you're looking at triggered abilities. Um, and in the, this case... Trample is a triggered ability that triggers well, and maybe that's not how it is within the actual ruling. I, you know I can't yeah, I'm sure um, really intense rules judges might be able to point to the exact um, trample ruling and I get that. I totally respect it. Um, but just at, at a base level, it functions like a triggered ability that triggers when this creature is blocked and the blocker, is, um a and there will be excess damage assigned to the blocker that is um that's ultimately what it comes down to so that's kind of cool it's interesting stuff I gotta say i I uh, I find the nuances of these rules really fascinating the more I learn about them the more lines of play I actually see when I'm playing the game um, and I would highly recommend newer players out there or folks who want to take their game to the next level learn the rules learn the rules it makes a huge difference and dig into it like i haven't gotten to the point where i've like printed off the entire like 260 270 page you know rules document and like actually read it cover to cover i have not done that um i don't know that i ever will it's a fascinating uh idea actually who knows maybe that's something that i'll do like um maybe like live on stream or maybe as part of this podcast i'll you know you know we will overthink uh the rules or maybe we'll do a series on that it could be fun but um That's one of those things where I would highly recommend that you find all these little nuances and find out how they work. Like, there are certain ones like protection. I cannot tell you how many times I've gone up against people on Arena um, who behave in certain ways because they think that the All Seed of Life's Bounty, like, or the God's Willing in their hand gives them protection from certain effects, specifically board wipes. And they don't, you know, because it just doesn't work that way. But if they don't know that that's how it works, in the case of protection specifically, if a creature has protection from a certain color or a certain converted mana cost or a certain card type, they cannot be blocked by you know let's say colors for example like so if a creature has protection from red like let's say we're working with a cerulean drake here the thing has protection from red it can't be targeted by red spells or red effects it cannot be blocked by red creatures and it cannot be dealt damage from red sources so if i try to wipe the board with the storm's wrath the cerulean drake is staying right there because i tried dealing 4 damage to it with a red source none of it it did, none of that went through now if i have um well Maybe, maybe let, let's say I'm dealing with a white player. And um, so I have a Storm's Wrath. They give a creature protection from red. Great. like that. Then that creature survives because, from Storm's Wrath because it's damage. Now, if they give it protection from black in response to my Ritual of Soot, that doesn't freaking matter because that spell is not targeting it. It's not trying to block it in combat. It is not dealing damage to it. It is a destroy effect. Now, destroy effects, um, don't, protection doesn't impact that at all. And so... It gets swept away like everything else. So just that's just one little, that, that's one very visible example of somebody not really knowing how the rules work. And I can't tell you how many times I've seen that. Um, learn how the rules operate. And I'll tell you right now, with the stuff we're seeing in Icoria, with the keyword counters and the fact that we are going to be stacking keywords on top of each other and combining them and putting them together in weird, bizarre ways stuff's gonna get weird it's gonna get really really weird really really fast and so if you don't understand how the rules operate i don't mean to sound um and please if you're a newer player please don't be i I, don't be afraid by this i don't want to scare you off because it's gonna get fun like things are gonna be really fun we're gonna have fireworks going all over the place i can't wait but if you have any like questions on the rules just reach out to other players um there are a lot of veteran players who love explaining this stuff and that's ultimately why i'm here so on this show i go into i, I do deep dives into stuff like this all the time like today we we've done kind of an unpacking of trample because ultimately at the end of the day dust bale worm it's a big old trampler like that's all it is so that's what we have to talk about and i'm more than happy to do that if you have any specific questions you can ca- you can find me on discord the link for that is in the show notes um you know, please don't hesitate to hop out on my server and ask those questions. I'm more than happy to help. There are also a couple of other like just phenomenal guys out there right now who know this game and who would be more than happy to help. It's a really welcoming community. Please come on in. Also, you can find me over on Twitch, twitch.tv slash hamhocks42. I go live every morning, 5.30 um, to 6.30 or 7 o'clock Eastern Time every single weekday so please don't hesitate to pop on out and also press the follow button while you're over there and see every time i go live sometimes i try to go live in the evenings as well so you can find me do not hesitate to pop out and ask me questions i'm more than happy to answer it because if you have a question of how the rules interact um you're not the only one who has that and there's a decent chance i won't know the answer i'll be honest but I've learned a lot of this stuff and I'm trying to learn it every single day. So please come out there, ask the questions. Let's have the conversation. I love this stuff. This is phenomenal. So this has been du- Duskdale Worm guys. It's gotten us kind of going on some interesting pl- paths. Um, and at the end of the day it's just trample. It's trample. Cause trample gets weird. <laughs> um, anyway, thanks so much for hanging out. This has been an absolute delight. Um, yeah, this is, this show is available on YouTube as well as anywhere you get your podcasts. So however you are interacting with it, um, great. Please please continue. I appreciate it a lot. Uh, also, if you wouldn't mind adding a comment and letting folks know about it, uh, that would help me out a lot, and I'd really appreciate it. Thank you so much, and I will catch you guys next time.